Have you ever dreamed of what life would be like if you were financially free? Yeah, me too. Which is why despite having three children under the age of four and working full time, I decided to start an online business. However, I was not prepared for the chaos starting a business would wreak on my life. I lost sight of the things that were most important to me. The result? I was stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted with nothing to show for it. I was ready to call it quits. When I realized something, when I keep the most important things in my life stable, that is when I thrive. Now I'm on a mission to inspire other amazing women to do the same. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on my journey as I build my financially free business using today's top marketing strategies while keeping stability in my home, family, and mind. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Stable Mama Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Stable Mama Podcast. Today, we have an amazing guest, and I cannot wait to introduce her. Her name is Julianne Condier. She lives in Silicon Valley with her husband, Eric. They are parents to a five-month-old Faye with their dog, Wyatt, and they are 30-year-olds out to help others have more choices in their life. Now, I cannot wait to dive into that, but you know the rules. Let's introduce her and ask her one big question. Well, hello, and welcome, Julianne. Hello. I am so excited to have you with us here today. Thank you. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but here on the Stable Mama podcast, we have a little old tradition that I like to keep going. And basically, it's going to ask you how you keep stability in your life as you build your business. I know you have a beautiful five-month-old daughter, and I cannot wait to learn more about her. So how do you build your business with your beautiful daughter? You know, I think I've thought a lot about this question and I just feel like stability. Sometimes I feel like a chicken with my head cut off, but I feel like stability. I don't know if I believe in balance, but stability is all about habits. And for me to be able to be a working mom from home and an entrepreneur and yet be a present mom, I've had to learn boundaries and create really strong habits that a little bit goes a lot. And so everything adds up. So if I can just be really diligent with my time, I've created a stable, amazing, thriving business, but yet still being able to be a mom. And I just think the habits that we choose are so vital. To, oh my gosh, my dog. I'm so sorry. Keep going. You're good. Okay. <laughs> anyway, this is just going to, this is real life, folks. This is real life. This is what's going on here. But yeah, just being a stable mom, I just feel like for me, moms hide behind their kids a lot. And I just don't believe in that. I believe that I've got to work on my best self in order for Faye to be her best self. If I am there saying, go for it, girl, dream big, do whatever you want. And she doesn't see me doing it. I just, I think that that is devastating and she's just going to see what's modeled. And so for me, I always keep that in the back of my head is that my self-care is not selfish. I'm better. I'm a better mom, better wife, better entrepreneur. But two, if I want Faye to live a yes life, a life of growth, she's, she has to see that from me. And that is something I always think about when I'm getting to work is how can I be my best today? And that models for my family. Oh, I love that. I mean, it really goes to show actions speak louder than words. And if actions line up with words, I mean, that's, 100%. that's, yeah. Awesome. Great advice. I absolutely love that. So now let's dive into this amazing business of yours. How did you get started? 
Funny question. So I like to call myself couch to coach. For those of you who don't know, I started my business five and a half years ago. And honestly, I just wanted to be a part of a bigger conversation. I think I always thought in order to be successful in life, it came from a diploma. And here I was with my teaching degree out of school thinking, how can I do this for the rest of my life? This is not what I pictured. I was overworked. I was burnt out. I was tired and I just didn't see a whole lot of future with it, which freaked me out. And I heard a conversation on a zoom call and I just thought about, wow, there's a bunch of women that are getting together talking about the wins that they had from that week and they were goal setting. And it just seemed very limitless where I was feeling really limited in my world. And so that's really where I took the step into joining an MLM, which I feel like people might have a weird taste about it. But for me, it's not so much about the products as it is the people. And that's what I believed in more. And so once I did that, I used tools of workouts and nutrition and got in the best shape of my life. So not only did I work on myself socially and mentally, I lost 35 pounds and I started to feel really good and I wasn't exhausted. And then I started to inspire other people based on the life that I was living. And that's how I got started. And then it just built from there. Wow. I, now I'm starting to see the couch to, to coaching. I like that. <laughs> I was sitting on a couch when I heard the conversations. I was like, this is my life. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, I love that. So how has your business changed now that you have a a beautiful new daughter? Well, first of all, five and a half years ago, I always thought about my future self and what I wanted to say yes to. So I had a miscarriage before Faye two years ago, actually three years ago. And I, throughout that process of heartbreak and, and I just kept working on myself, but I kept thinking The more I work on myself now, the better choices and opportunities I'll have for my family. And so as, you know, Faye came, I did a lot of preparation for that, for my business. I I hustled, I did a lot of grit, but I always thought if I put in the time now, I'll have more choices later. And so as we were preparing for Faye, I really put a lot of habits in place for building a business. And I don't think women can be fully prepared for motherhood until you actually live it where you it's just it's a roller coaster ride and just buckle up is kind of the the theme of that of you every day is different you're trying to keep a human alive and yet still be successful in different ways and learning to navigate your time better but i feel like because i've created so many habits and i honestly love my business and i love the coaching opportunity that we have i love you know, we're business mentors for a lot of people and I kept that priority, but it's just my routine looks different, but my habits are the same. So I think that that's what I've given myself grace on now that Faye is here, but I've been able to be more present with her while our business builds, but then I'm very good about my time. So when she goes to sleep, when she's with a grandparent or with her dad, I'm in and I'm, and I'm, doing whatever I need to do. And then I'm getting out. Uh, so managing my time has been huge. Awesome. No, I hear you, especially the time management and just, you need to utilize the time you have as a parent because you don't have as much as you used to. <laughs> so true. So true. 
That being said, um, most of our listeners, they're in that startup phase of their business. So they didn't get the chance to put all these plans into place before their child was born. What advice would you give them or actionable steps that they could take to kind of get to the point you are now? Yes. So if you want to have, it's so funny. I always say, you know, luck is not anything part of it. It's all hard work, right? It seems like the harder I work, the luckier I become. But I think for the person who's starting out, you've got to be two feet in where business is not convenient, but it leads to a life of convenience. And I think a lot of times people are in this, we'll see mentality. And I never gave myself that. Life isn't going to slow down. Your kids' lives are not going to slow down. There's going to be a lot that's happening. But if you believe so much in what you're doing, you're going to find a way to make that work. Whether you are tired and you're building this business, whether you have a million activities, you're still building a business. And that's just my philosophy on that. It's all based on the seriousness of how you feel about it. You'll do it no matter what because everyone has the same 24 hours in a day. And I decided I wanted to build my dreams and I'm still doing that. I'm still adjusting to the difference of how my time is spent, but man, and I still have a lot of ideas and things that I'm launching and new projects constantly that I'm working on and evolving with outside of our, our big business of starting other things. And it's the same philosophy of how much does it matter to me, Julianne, be two feet in be two feet in and give it your all with the time that you have and it'll compound because it adds up. So for that person who's wanting to start a business, why are you starting it and how do you stay committed to it? Commitment over anything. I love that. I love that a lot, actually. (laughs) Thank you. Now we talked about your business as an entity. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you do? Yeah. So I am a lifestyle mentor. Is that what I'm going to say? I think that that it's hard because there's so many aspects to it. So I'm going to put it simply. What I do as a business is I, it sounds so hard to believe sometimes. Like it just seems so fake. And, and it's so funny because really what my business is, it's me getting in the best shape of my life. And that is in every role. If I can really work on myself, that is what my business is. So I think that's a win-win since health is for life. So I legitimately, I, my business is built off of me working on myself. So I work out, I work on my nutrition, I work on my mindset. And then what I do is I teach other people how to do that. So I teach other women on and keep them accountable for them getting in the best shape of their life. And so what I've been able to do is I've been able to build an online platform for that. And I created a community called Happy and Fit, which I, it is the best community ever named after a candle from Target, believe it or not. And what do I love being? I love being happy and I love being fit. So I'm a really good at leading people. And so what I've been able to do over the last five and a half years is create a community of people that are living a healthy and fit lifestyle. And so in there, I show up, I mentor people in business. I mentor them on how to show up uh, with your brand on social media. And I teach them how to break through limitations, a whole bunch of other things. So it's been pretty remarkable and has evolved over the year. But more than anything, what I love about my business is that I get to lead people who want more choices in life. And what I mean by that, more choices of time freedom, money freedom, more choices of who they surround themselves with, giving them more confidence in their decision-making, 
And so I feel like to be able to have gotten to that point, I had to do a lot of me work. I had to really figure out what my limitations were in life, which a lot were, I'm not smart and money's hard to come by. Once I figured out how to break through those limitations, I became very limitless in those thinking of, man, people can be smart in a whole bunch of different ways. And I'm going to use my, I'm very people smart. I'm going to use that to build a business. And then money is everywhere and it's plentiful and it's not evil and it's not bad because I want to use it for good. And I want to bless other people. I want people to have more choices in life and not feel so stressed and burdened by money. Man, once I broke through that, I was able to teach people that they could do the same thing. Amazing. Yes. Uh, we're so confined by our limits and most of the limits are just in our mind and in our, our perception. Yes. yes. So I guess, what would you say to those people that are kind of struggling with those limits right now? What would, what action could they take to kind of break through those? I think you have to be aware of them first. They're so beaten into our subconscious that a lot of times people don't know. I'll always remember this. So I share so much of my story on social media. And I remember my mom messaging me once and she said, I didn't realize you struggled so much because I would always just share my transformations, my breakthroughs, things like that. And my response to her was, mom, neither did I. I had no idea. I thought being overworked, burnt out, underpaid, money is hard to come by was normal. I thought that life was only meaningful when it was hard and didn't realize that that's actually opposite where God really wants you to have a blessed life and, and a healthy life and a thriving life, not just one that's hard and full of obstacle and all these things. And so once I started to realize that, I became aware of it and I feel like awareness breeds responsibility. And so for the person who is feeling limited, I feel like you need to really figure out what that is. And really it comes down to two things, feeling like I'm not enough and I'm not worthy or I'm not loved, right? And so why do you not feel enough? Why do you feel like you'll never be enough? And then just really, and usually it's something from childhood, whether you didn't get invited to birthday parties or whether you might've been the, what you thought was the dumbest person in class, or you always failed certain things, didn't get really good grades. You've got to figure out where this started and then you need to really rewrite that. And so that's really what I did. I did a lot of heart work and I did a lot of mind work and I went back and it was, I got held back in school. So I always felt dumb because I was always older. I got a college rejection letter. And so when you're 18 and you're with all of your peers who are talking about where they're getting into school. And here I am with the college rejection letter. I felt like the biggest failure and I felt so stupid. I had a seventh grade teacher make fun of me in seventh grade for mispronouncing a word. I'll never forget it. So that is why I didn't feel smart. Once I started to realize that I was able to be like, Oh man, Julianne, that doesn't equal being smart or not. And so I, that you have to go back and figure out where those times in your life were address it and then build off of that. I'm not going to lie. I have loved this interview immensely. Where can they find out more about you? Yes. Yeah, so you, it's really simple. You can go to at Julianne Condia on Instagram, JulianneCondia.com. And I also have a podcast called Rewritten. I would love for you to check it out. It's all about rewriting your story, no matter your past, no matter your current circumstances. I truly believe anyone can do anything with the life that you have right now. Wow, that was profound. <laughs> Thanks, friend. Awesome. Well, I just had a blast on this interview. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed it as much as I did. Thank you so much for being a part of this, Julianne. Um, I really appreciated you taking the time to be here. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, could you please take a minute to rate and review my show? It would mean the world to me. Also, let me know if you have any questions or if there's something in particular that you're struggling with so that we can cover it in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Remember, progress is being just 1% better today than you were yesterday. You got this, mama. See you on the next episode.